Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1520. I was not designed to come in second or third, I was designed to win. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up and so excited to share with you today a very special guest calling in from Eastern Washington, Amica, Washington. His name is Gabe Tesh. I met Gabe at the LeMay Museum and an event there. I think you're going to be inspired by this young man. Gabe Tesh is a 16-year-old racer who's been on the track for the last three years. He competes up and down the West Coast, has won three local championships, a first-place finish, and qualified fourth at the International Karting Federation's Grand Nationals. However, his future hasn't always looked so bright. Back when Gabe was 11 years old, he was diagnosed with brain cancer. And through this ordeal of 48 consecutive days of proton radiation, 48 weeks of chemotherapy, and a lot of challenging times, Gabe made a decision. He decided that God didn't want him to go through this brain cancer just to have a normal, boring life. And so racing was a course that he embarked upon to build a life of meaning and excitement. This is going to be a fun talk. We'll be back in a minute to talk with Gabe, but first a word from our valued sponsors that make Cars Yeah! possible. Hold on, we'll be right back. Hey Cars Yeah! I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom-tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you a Cars Yeah subscriber? If you're not, go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button, and I'll send you my free filler-up book. It's a very cool book I created of fuel filler fun, some very cool imagery, and great quotes from past guests here on Cars Yeah. Plus, you'll get my weekly email follow-up and my weekly blog. Just go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button, and I'll send it to you right away. Thanks for subscribing. Hey, Gabe, welcome to Cars Yeah, my friend. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I think you're probably always buckled up and ready for a fun ride. Um, Let's get started by, I'm going to ask you a question. Gabe, what do many people not know about you that you might want to let them know? Um, Yeah, something that a lot of people don't really know about me is that I really love music, Um, just all sorts of music and like playing music. I love playing the piano. I want to learn the guitar, but I haven't had time to really learn the guitar yet. Um, Just all sorts of music I really love. 
Well, that's very cool. Music is uh, an awesome thing. I grew up playing the guitar. Um, so once you uh, pick that up and uh, start incorporating that into your piano music, I think you're going to, you're really going to enjoy it. The guitar is really fun. Let's start our talk today, Gabe, with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been perhaps instrumental in forming your life and your success. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires smoking here on Cars. Yeah, because I know you love to smoke tires. So, Gabe, <laughs> take the wheel. Um, yeah. So, in answer, like a quote that I really like from Ayrton Senna, it says, I was not designed to come in second or third. I was designed to win. And I actually ha- have that painted on my helmet because I just really love that quote. I realized after going through cancer treatment that life is just so short and it can be taken from us at any time. And so when I read this quote, I realized that um, God didn't create us to come in second or third. He created us to win, that we all are designed to do something special, that we all have a special ability. Um, We just have to work hard to be able to do what we love and what we're designed to do. You know, it's a great quote, and it's a great way to go through life. And I'll tell you, Gabe, being a young man, uh, you had to learn that lesson very, very hard way. And we're going to talk about that perhaps in a a few minutes. But Ayrton Senna is one of my favorites, too. And I think I told you this when we met at the LeMay Museum. I have one of his quotes on my business card. And the quote is, and my regular listeners are going to go, Mark, you've already told us this a hundred times. But (laughs) there's, there's hopefully some new listeners out there today. The past is just data. I only see the future. And I loved that about Ayrton Senna because he was always looking, just like racers do, way down the track, not just what was right in front of him or what was happening right now. He was always looking down the track, which is what racers need to do. What are some of the things about, aside from that quote with Ayrton Senna, I mean, I would assume you know, we lost him tragically a while back. You were a lot younger when he lost his life, but have you followed his career a bit and watched some of the racing he did and, of course, the movie that, that he was in? Oh, yeah. I've literally followed Senna my um whole life. He's just my hero. So I've watched, like, all his races. I've watched the documentary you talked about. I literally feel like I know every quote. He's just, like, my number – I'm his number one fan pretty much. So <laughs> Yeah, he's, a, he's an incredible inspiration, and his passion – uh, I think is what really drove him so hard. And he seemed like a genuinely nice person. When you think about the the foundations he set up in his country to help poor people and children, was just it just told you the kind of character that he was. So uh, it's fantastic. Well, let's talk about what has you excited and fired up this year about racing. Uh, tell us what your plans are. Are you expected to be doing some racing this year? I know with our recent uh, virus outburst that has affected some racing schedules and things and certainly has curtailed some stuff. But let's push that aside and just think about maybe a month ago, what had you excited and fired up about your racing career this year? Um, Yeah, I'm really excited for this year. I'm doing two different series, ICP Cup and KPX. And um, so I'm going to be doing like a lot of races. So like 50 races again, maybe this year, which is Whoa. a lot. Yeah. Did you say 50 races? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How on earth do you have enough time to do 50 races? That's incredible. What a schedule. Yeah, it's crazy. It's But it's fun. I love the traveling stuff, so it's totally worth it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, I know that um, in looking at your bio, you have some sponsors set up right now. And, 
you know, it'd be great to kind of talk a little bit about that, sponsors that you have. And I know that you signed to be represented by Bonner Racing and Marketing. Tell tell our listeners a little bit about Bonner Racing and Marketing because they uh, have some clients that include some heavy hitting people. Yeah. So Brian Bonner, um, he actually worked with Joseph Newgarden. He was Joseph Newgarden's agent, which was really cool. He knows Zach Brown at McLaren. So that's really cool. He literally knows a lot of people. There's so many more names um, he knows, and they're really they're really cool. Yeah, they've been in, involved with a lot, and I know that um, you've got some sponsors too right now. Is that right? I got a sponsorship from OTL Outside the Lines. They um, make like water fountains, like in Vegas and stuff, and it's they have a lot of cool stuff they make. Um, I got a sponsorship from McLaren, which was really cool and um, race car locators. Very cool. Well, th- that's impressive, especially at your age and at this uh, point in your career to have some big name sponsors like that. It's absolutely fantastic. Let me ask you this. When did you realize that racing was something you really wanted to do? It was probably when I was um, about seven years old. I watched that Senna documentary. I loved cars before that and stuff, but I mean, that's when I really fell in love with just the whole world of racing. I can just remember watching that movie over and over again and just watching Senna drive and the car just like dance beneath him. And it just like, it's just something just came up to show me I love racing and watching Senna, who he was and the Christian he was and his faith in God just really painted a picture of the driver I want to be. Yeah, it's it's fascinating when you watch some of those videos. I mean, I look at him and Gilles Villeneuve is, and even Nicky Lauda in a respect of the way they drove and the way they approached racing, and it's just amazing. It's it's almost surreal watching those guys, especially in car camera shots on rainy tracks and things. I just go, how did these guys do this? Are there some things that You've been able to pick up from people like Senna that you try to translate into karting? Um, yeah, lines and stuff. And it's kind of hard to compare F1 cars back in the day, the karting <laughs> nowadays. So of it course. is hard. But yeah, there's just a lot of stuff like rain driving, like the lines they do in the rain just outside and just mm-hmm. finding grip and stuff like that. So yeah, watching the onboards from those days actually has helped a lot in um, my racing career. Now, have you run races in the rain? Oh, yeah, all the time. I'm doing winter training right now in Seattle with um, Michael Valiente at a cart, and it's yeah. always raining over there, so we're practicing in the rain all the time. Do you like driving in the rain? Sometimes. Um <laughs> When I'm actually good, when I'm when I'm doing good, when I'm not sliding off the track every second. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, the rain is is dicey. I'll tell you, the first time I raced vintage cars, I was racing a 1960 Lotus Formula Junior, and my first race was in the rain, and I was so scared, my right leg was shaking. And I'll tell you something, <laughs> my my good friend Louis Shevchik, who builds and fabricates and restores old race cars, he came up to me and he goes, "How you doing?" I said, I'm a little nervous. You know, first race in the rain. We're running with all these other rookies. I'm running up against, you know, like Corvettes and cars that are way bigger. My car was a little tiny, little single-seater race car. And he looks at me and he goes, just remember, Mark, the throttle goes both ways. And <laughs> so I've always, always remembered that. But rain, I think, is is somewhat of the great equalizer. Would you agree? Yeah, when 
setup really doesn't matter in the rain. It's just all about the driver and who can find the most grip. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about a challenge you face. And we, of course, precursed this. I mean, at a very young age, 11, you were diagnosed with brain cancer. It's horrible enough for older people to have to deal with cancers and something as serious as brain cancer. I have a very good friend who I used to race with, Dr. Bill. He's a neurosurgeon. He's dealt with many, many patients with brain cancer. And you said something earlier that made me think about Bill, Dr. Bill, and and our racing. We used to hang out a lot together and race together. He ran a Lotus and also raced a Lola like I did. And I asked him this question, and you made the same comment. I said, Bill, you know, you're around people who encounter this challenge in life. What has that taught you? And he said, well, it's taught me that life is very fragile, and we need to take advantage of every day. So having gone through brain cancer and all the ordeal that that dealt you at such a young age, what did that experience teach you primarily? And in a way, did it help you in any way to move forward with the goals that you have in your life? Yeah, honestly, having cancer just taught me a lot, um, just how I need to go in life every day. Just like what I said when the show first started, just living the dream, um, being happy every day, um, not wasting every second. And that goes into my racing too, just um, not giving up and stuff like that. You know, I think that's really important. And the race doesn't end till the checkered flag. So that cancer taught me a lot. Absolutely. Going through that experience in your life, is there anything that you might want to share with somebody that might be facing that right now to give them some inspiration and some hope? Right. Just never give up. One thing that helped me when I went through cancer was just family, having family there. Um, just being with family all the time helped a lot. That was super important to me. Uh, for somebody that might have a friend who's going through cancer right now, what's the best thing? Say if I have a friend who's going through cancer, what's the best thing I can do for that friend to help them get through that situation? I would just say be there for them. Um, when you have cancer, you're always kind of stuck in the house because you can't really do that much physical stuff, or you're always stuck in the hospital. So it's always just good to have friends there when you're alone. Yeah. yeah, to reach out, communicate, share, give them support in any way that you can. I think lots of times when we have friends that are ill, it, it's a little scary for us who are not ill because we don't always know what to say. And we're afraid we might say something wrong or something that sounds trivial. And I've had family members, plenty of family members who've gone through cancer and friends who've had that affliction, a variety of different things. So you're telling our listeners out there, if they have a friend or family member with cancer, the main thing is just to be there, to be supportive and be around them and communicate regularly. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Well, good advice from somebody who's had to deal with that. And are you doing well today? Yeah, I'm doing awesome. I'm four years cancer-free now, so that's awesome. Well, congratulations. That's very good to hear. Well, let's take a short break, thank our sponsors, and we'll be right back. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car have two cars or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. 
At checkout, use the code CARSYEAH and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars yeah website at carsyeah.com. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting. But what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. All right, we are back, and I would love for you to share a story with me. You might have already given this up a little bit. I want to know, is there a point in your life when you knew you wanted to be a race car driver? Is there a pivotal moment when you realize in your mind, I'm going to go race? Right after I finished cancer, I got a wish. My wish was to go to the F1 Grand Prix in um, Austin, Texas. And that was awesome. And I, we got to go through the paddock at the garages, see the cars, meet every driver pretty much. And on the way home, I, I just decided I have to do this. I love Formula One. Um, the whole environment was just awesome. It wasn't as much as the racing. It was just, just the environment and all the stuff that was going into it. You know, back when, uh, my first F1 race I got to go to was, uh, at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and I got backstage pit passes with uh, Ferrari and got to meet Michael Schumacher and Alonso. They were racing for Ferrari at the time, and it was so cool to be back in that environment. I mean, it's just phenomenal. So for someone like you that wants to race, I can see how that would inspire you. You know, I always ask my guests here, Gabe, about their first special vehicle. Now, you're pretty young. Do you have your driver's license yet for driving on streets? Um, yeah, I just, I, well, I was going to get it this week, but, um, since that yeah. coronavirus is going around, they closed the DMV. So no, I don't have it yet. Ah, dang. Well, let me ask you this question then, because you haven't really had time yet, I would assume to have a first special car. So let's talk about your first special racing cart. What was it? What kind of cart was it? And what made it so special for you? Um, yeah, I got a little kid cart that my dad bought me because I, when I was about eight or something like that. And cause I decided I wanted to start cart racing 
and we would just take it to the school parking lots and just do laps and laps and laps and laps. We'd set up cones and do set up little tracks and stuff. And I just remember doing laps all day, and that was so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what kind of cart are you racing in today? Um, I'm in Tag Senior, so X30 Senior. Um, that's like a 30 horsepower go kart. Um, uh-huh. it's a two stroke, and I'm How driving for a cow cart. They'll go really fast, but since the tracks are so small, we probably get up to like 65 top yeah. speed. Yeah, I, I'm just shocked at how fast those carts go. I mean, they're they're almost like they have the torque of electric cars. They're so quick. I've gone to some of the local, there's a karting track over by Pacific Raceway, and I've been invited over there to run. And I'll tell you, after, you know, an hour on the track, my ribs feel like I've been kicked horse because of the the pressure going around corners so fast, it's absolutely phenomenal. But the kind of carts you're in, I would assume, are way faster than those. Would that be true? Yeah. Um, yeah, they're like a million times faster than those. Are they? So you're telling me I'm just a little wimp. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I've been in those too, and those are actually a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they work well when you're an old guy like me, but you're a young, spry one. Well, let me ask you a bit of an introspective question, Gabe. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a car or a race car, you were actually manifest as a race car, what would Gabe be and why? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think I'd be uh, like a Datsun 510. Um, They're small, they're unassuming, and people would never guess they're really going to be a world-famous race car. Wow, you blew me away with that answer. I I had, I thought there'd be something else there. A Datsun 510. Now a lot of people your age wouldn't even have an idea what that is. Um, <laughs> are you from are did you follow or have you looked back into the history of like BRE and Peter Brock racing? Yeah, I um yeah, I followed stuff like that and like John Morton and I met yeah. him once. I've actually met him a couple times. He almost went to one of my kart races and wow. Um, my dad, he's a 510 Dotson person. He has two 40Zs and 510s and stuff. And he, okay. yeah, and he vintage races, um, two 40Zs and stuff. So they kind of just have been a car I've been around my whole life. Oh, that's really cool. You know, you mentioned vintage racing and I mentioned that earlier. I used to do that. Is that something you think you might want to try someday? Yeah, definitely. I love old cars. My whole life, I've loved classic cars and just the history of racing from everything, from sports cars to open wheel. Oh, that would be cool. Well, let me ask you this. If you could have any kind of vintage race car to race, what would it be? There's so many. I think it would either be like a 70s or 80s F1 car or maybe like a Porsche 917. Oh, gosh. You want something fast. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's the way to go. That would be pretty darn cool. Well, Gabe, we're entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that, uh, let's say, a 917 throttle. So here we go. <laughs> What's one of the personal habits that you practice that you believe has contributed to your successes? Um. Yeah. Before every race, I, I just pray on the grid with my dad or and my mom and stuff and that has helped me to just stay calm and because my faith in god is a really big important thing in my life so that's something i do a lot so if i could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the racing industry 
Who would it be? Oh, that's probably the easiest question in the world. It's definitely <laughs> Ayrton Senna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty darn cool. Let me ask you this. If you could ask Ayrton Senna one question, what would it be? Uh, um, oh, man, there's a lot. What, what comes off the top of your head? Probably just just racing advice, just how did he do it? Because, like, to me, Ayrton Senna is one of the greatest drivers of all time, I think, so... Just asking for racing advice would be awesome. Well, that'd be pretty cool. There's certainly a lot that he could share. How about the best racing advice someone's ever given you? What would that be? Yeah, um, one of my coaches, Michael Valiente, said to me once that when I'm driving and I find my comfort zone, once I find that comfort zone, I need to push and push until I find a new comfort zone and then push that comfort zone. And that has actually helped me a lot just to keep pushing and pushing and never stop pushing and just find that limit. You know, what a great piece of advice. It's a great piece of advice for life, too, whether you're in your career or whatever you're doing, because I think it's when we get a little too comfortable, we get a little too lazy and we don't push ourselves into some other realm. So, yeah, whether you're hiking or running or racing or whatever, just keep pushing yourself. Once you feel that you're doing okay, I think it was a Great quote by a racer that said, once I feel like I'm comfortable, I know I'm not going fast enough, so I press (laughs) harder. Might have been Mario Andretti. How about a resource? Is there a go-to for you? This could be a website, an app, a supplier, a person, uh, a resource that you tap into on a regular basis? Um, It'd probably just be like music. I just like, I just listen to a lot of music when I want to calm down or I'm just relaxing. Um, That's kind of a comfort zone for me. Um, So that's a big resource I use. Is there a specific kind of music that you like or something that you're fond of right now? Literally, I love all sorts of music, but my favorite is I really like classic rock. That's kind of music I grew up around because my dad and mom, they love classic music. And so yeah. my whole life, I just like listen to Metallica and all those guys. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. I can I can share that fascination and enjoyment. How about a book? Is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy? Um, yeah, there's actually a one book I read with my dad. It's called um, Extreme Ownership, and it's about by these two Navy SEALs that just um, tell their stories of missions they were on and how they relate it to life and taking leadership in business and life and all sorts of other stuff. Extreme Ownership. Oh, Jocko, of course. Uh, Jocko Wilnick, yeah, um, he's awesome. Uh, yeah. he's incredible. I, I like his, he has a podcast too, I believe. Yeah. He's really yeah. cool dude. Yeah. I like him a lot. My son turned me on to him and the other co-offer is a uh, leaf Babin, I believe is the way you say his last name. Um, yeah, those guys are great, inspiring people, but, uh, yeah, uh, definitely good. That's a great book to suggest to people. I'll make sure I put all these great resources on Gabe's show notes page. Just go to carsyow.com. Type in Gabe Tesh, T-E-S-C-H. That page will pop up, and there's another great place on the Cars Out website called Guest Recommended Books, where Extreme Ownership will be listed along with over 1,600 awesome books for you to choose from that my inspiring automotive enthusiasts have recommended. All right, Gabe, we're up to the checkered flag here. I kind of, I might have given away this question earlier, but I'm going to ask it to you again here. I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet here. It could be a street car. Could be a vintage race car, something really fun for you. Not a daily driver, but something for you to go out and have some fun with. 
But there are some rules to my game since I'm writing the check. Think of me as the sponsor. I control the checkbook here a little bit, right? So the first (laughs) rule is you can't sell it to outfit your racing team. Uh, So if you pick an expensive car, you've got to keep it and you've got to drive it. But here's the kicker. It's the only cool collector car that you can have. So choose wisely. What do you want? I think it'd be a McLaren Senna. (laughs) A McLaren Senna. Oh, so you mean, uh, oh, a newer car, you mean? Yeah. Yes. uh, I got to sit in one of those. About a year ago this time, I got invited by Esoteric to come back and be a a speaker at an event they had, an exotic car event. And they had millions of dollars of exotic cars there. And there was a guy there that had a McLaren Senna, a P1. He had a Bugatti Chiron. I mean, he he brought five or six cars. He must have had like $5 million worth cars there. That Senna (laughs) was insane. I mean, just, I I can't even imagine driving it. I was kind of wishing he he tossed me the keys, but I couldn't take it for a drive. What is it about the McLaren Senna that intrigues you so much? I thought it was a really pretty car. Um, I actually watched like lap people driving laps and, and it was just, it's actually a really fast car and it has a lot of grip. So I thought that was really cool to watch. And just the name Senna, so, of course. what color would you like yours to be if you could get one in any color? I would like to do like uh, the orange and white. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of the the uh, Marlboro colors. Yeah. All right. Well, this is going to cost me a pretty penny here, Gabe. Holy cow. <laughs> uh, I'll get to work and see if I can't get you a Senna. Maybe I could drive it out from Gig Harbor out there to Micah in eastern Washington. That would be a nice drive, but I can guarantee I'd probably get about 100 tickets and end up in jail. So, uh, maybe I should just ship that car to you. A uh, McLaren Senna sounds like a nice choice, my friend. Uh, your parents are in for some expensive insurance payments, though, I'm afraid. But that's okay. That's That doesn't bother me one bit. <laughs> Listen, Gabe, you have taken me on a fun ride today. I'm really happy that we were able to connect here. And I'm very appreciative that I got to meet you in person because a lot of my guests I don't get to meet in person. That was a great evening that we got to share together. Uh, at the LeMay Museum, a wonderful place to go. Before I let you go, though, could you give us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance from a young racer before you drive off into the sunset in your very own McLaren Senna? Yeah, where the advice I'd give was just, would be just go for it. Um, whatever you want to do, just go for it. Um, life is too go. short, so just go for it. <laughs> yep. Do what you want to do. What's the best way for people to follow along with your racing? Um, yeah, I have a website at www.gabet48c.com. So, and I have a Facebook Gabe Tesh athlete. So just go follow me on there. All right. I'll make sure I put links to those uh, on Gabe's show notes page. I would encourage you to follow this young man. He's a great inspiration. Uh, wish him well on your racing season with 50 races. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. (laughs) You're going to get a lot of seat time, which is what racing is all about. Gabe, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experiences with our listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you at the races. Okay, thank you. Thanks a lot. 
Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, this is Mark Green. If you love the Cars Yeah podcast, I have something new for you. I've teamed up with Keith Martin, a collector car market expert and the editor of Sports Car Market Magazine to create the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast. Buy, Sell, Hold is the essence of collecting. Together, we take you on an educational ride into the collector car market, talking with industry experts, helping you navigate your collector car journey so you know when to buy, sell, hold. We talk with seasoned experts, who buy, sell, and hold investment vehicles, and they'll share their insider secrets on how they make their buying decisions when it comes to making these important investments. You'll find the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast on the Cars yeah! website, on the Sports Car Market website, and if you're a podcast app subscriber to Cars yeah! Buy, Sell, Hold will come right to your mobile device, just like the Cars yeah! podcast, automatically. Join Keith Martin and me on a great new venture on the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.